What's going on, revolutionaries? Because that's what you are. If you're watching this freedom-loving show, you are now a revolutionary because it's getting stupider. I am here live in Los Angeles. I'm fairly certain I just broke the law. I took Clyde out for a walk. He had to poop, and I felt it would be best if we got him a little exercise. You know, these boxers, he's part boxer, part pit. A lot of energy, I didn't feel like letting him go in the yard. You know, that can be boring, just walking around the same grass all the time. So I took my dog for a walk. There were snipers, Garcetti's got snipers on the roofs of all the buildings, and we had to avoid the sniper fire. Clyde pooped, I went to get the poop. They, they were shooting down at the poop. I was able to grab the poop because that would be another infringement if you don't pick up the dog poop. So I, I was able to grab the poop. We made it back alive, we're okay but I'm fairly certain I, I did break the law. Uh, we're gonna talk about these idiotic, draconian, authoritarian, at this point, psychotic lockdowns that these people have no constitutional right to do. It's getting worse and worse and worse in LA. And uh, that 75 degree weather, 75 to 82 degree weather that we have here every day, it's starting to not become as pleasant uh, and starting to not become as good a reason to be here because this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I should tell you guys, though, that um, while I did, I think, break the law by walking my dog this morning, and again, I, I'll be judged in a court of law for that, um, I do have my producer, Michael, and my director, Connor, here in studio. And, uh, you know, the other day I had them wave here. Why, why don't we have you wave, guys wave again? I don't want people to think we're just making this stuff up. Okay, so I've got other humans here. We're in a small room. I'm, now, we're on complete lockdown. You're not allowed to have people in your house, blah, blah, blah. Now, this is my house, but and we'll get to this in a little bit, there are some exemptions, and that includes podcasts. And now I understand that what I do here is probably the most important thing in the world, uh, more important than people that are performing heart surgery or you know, curing cancer or the rest of it. Uh, but, but really think how silly it is that podcasting has been decided to be exempt. That's how like, nonsensical these rules are. Like, but not just like political podcasting as if we have to exempt people that are getting you the news. Like you could be an unboxer or a video game podcaster, and that's exempt too. But if you're an accountant who wants to go to the office, no, we're gonna we're gonna haul you in. It's it's all just bananas. So all right, we're gonna obviously talk about the lockdown. I have my glasses, so I have a special message for uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti. Uh, I also have this: the Constitution, people. I've got a. I've got a pocket constitution. If you would have told me five years ago that progressive lefty Dave Rubin would be one of the guys walking around with the pocket constitution, you know, there's always like this old Republican and they're at the Senate and he's like, and I've got my pocket constitution and in this document, I'm now that guy. I'm that guy. I'm gonna literally walk around with the pocket constitution for now on so that if I'm ever accosted by one of these lunatics on the street, these Garcetti thugs, Come and get me, guys. All right, so uh, we're obviously gonna talk a lot about lockdowns, and, and there are some good signs, because although these lockdowns are annoying, there are some great signs. We're gonna show you a couple of videos of people that are fighting back, and it's exciting, and it's awesome, and it's everything that America is really all about, as opposed to what these people are doing, which is the most anti-American thing you could be doing. And then we're gonna start 
today by talking about some of the voter fraud stuff, because there's a lot happening and you're not seeing it on CNN. And, and again, this reality war that I'm always talking about, if stuff's happening, there are hearings happening in Pennsylvania and in Arizona and in Michigan, there are all these hearings happening. There are people who have signed affidavits saying that they have seen fraud, giving specific evidence. Trump's lawyers made some pretty extreme claims yesterday that were then submitted to the court, so we're gonna show you some video on that. But if you don't hear about any of that, and then it starts going through the system, and then it's two weeks from now, and suddenly everyone's like, whoa, maybe something really did happen, well then you're gonna be set up to, to have a nervous breakdown, and I think half the country is, is heading in that direction, in case half the country's not having a nervous breakdown now. So that's what we're gonna be covering today. I, I am ready to roll. Like, I'm ready for the revolution, I really am. Like, if this is what these motherfuckers are gonna do, like, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, I am not going to be your bitch, Eric Garcetti. You have no right to lock me into my house and I'm gonna live my life as I see fit. Uh, but before we get to all that, let's talk about Glint Pay, guys. I've been telling you guys about Glint Pay, and if you don't know, the world is in a very precarious spot. One of the things that's lasted for a long time, that people have cared about for a long time, well, that's gold. And using your Glint Pay card, you can not only buy and sell gold, but you can use your card, which is also a MasterCard, to make purchases. You could. You could buy a pocket constitution with your Glint Pay card, okay guys? You can buy anything that you could buy with a normal MasterCard. You can do it with your Glint Pay card and you can either pay in USD, US dollars, or you can pay in gold on top of being able to buy and sell gold as you see fit. It's a really interesting, fun way of just trying to do something a little bit different and be a little bit a little bit more in control of your finances than just, uh, than just trusting the standard systems. Uh, the Glint card is issued by Sutton Bank, which is a member of the FDIC, pursuant to license from MasterCard International. It's free to sign up, so go to glintpay.com slash Ruben for more information and to start purchasing gold today. That's glintpay.com slash Ruben to get your gold today. Buy a pocket constitution with some gold. All right. Before we get to the lockdown stuff, let's just get caught up on the election stuff because I feel like it's getting lost in the fray a little bit. And I, by the way, I think that's by design. I think one of the reasons that CNN and everybody else is going 24 hours a day on crazy corona stuff and making it seem like the world is ending tomorrow and the zombie apocalypse is here is because they, they need to cover something so that our eyes are not on some of the voter fraud stuff. So I'm gonna show you a video. This is from yesterday. This is on Maria Bartiromo's show on Fox Business. And this is Trump lawyer Jesse Benal, and he's gonna lay out some very specific things that they submitted to the courts yesterday. So again, as I have said from the beginning, it doesn't mean just because someone is saying it is true, but now he's saying they have evidence and it's been submitted to the courts. So we will find out, but I wanna show you this so that in a week or so, once this has gotten through the courts, well, we'll find out if it's true or not, and you'll go, oh, I, I knew about it, so let's take a look. We are going to present evidence of real voter fraud, thousands and thousands of instances in voter fraud in Nevada alone by five o'clock today that will be submitted to the court. And we have uh, instances, for instance, of 40,000 plus people who have voted twice in the election. That's real voter fraud. We have uh, data showing that people who um, uh, were on the record as having voted by mail didn't even receive ballots and say that they didn't vote. We have 
a lot of evidence that we are going to be presenting to the court showing that voters have been disenfranchised in Nevada because every single time there's a fraudulent vote cast, put into the system, it dilutes the votes of, of honest voters. Okay, so there's a bunch of very specific stuff that according to Trump's lawyer, they submitted to the courts yesterday. He is saying, we are presenting to the court over 40,000 people who voted twice in the election. Now, we are about to find out if that is true. Now, if that is true, would that be voter fraud? Would that, would that lead people to be disenfranchised from voting? Like, the answer seems to be yes. So if by me talking about what the lawyers are saying they're submitting to the courts and have the evidence of, if that makes me a conspiracy theorist or a deplorable or a general nutbag, well then here I am, people. Um, I think it's worth talking about. We will now find out. And again, as I've said from beat one, the lawyers that are, that are doing this stuff, they either have a sense of what they're doing and they, they know that they have some evidence or they're self-immolating, right? They're just lighting themselves on fire and destroying their careers and their personal lives and everything else. Like this stuff doesn't come with no cost. Like forget, forget the just destruction of your own career if you're an attorney that's either blatantly lying or making up evidence or making up things or the rest of it. Just think what you're doing to your life. Like, you know, we know about all the death threats these people get and you know, the, the amount of uh, you know, people that would love to have them fired or canceled or everything else. So that's one p interesting thing that happened yesterday that I'm guessing you probably didn't hear about. And then, uh, Let's take a look at this other video from yesterday. This is from the, the Michigan Senate. They're having a hearing on what happened, voting irregularities in Michigan. And this is a poll supervisor. Uh, her name is, uh, she's a poll challenger, sorry. This is a poll challenger by the name of Christina Caramaro. And she's testifying here that a poll supervisor illegally gave contested votes to Democratic candidates. Listen to what she says. She's under oath as she is doing this. And it doesn't mean that what she's saying is true, but you, you just use your own mind to say, does it, does it sound like what this woman is saying is true or not? And then, and then if what she's saying is true, if they have evidence of it, would that change your feelings about what happened in Michigan? Let's take a look. So I was a poll challenger at the TCF Center on Monday, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. On November 4th, early in the morning, I was standing at the adjudication table and a ballot came across the screen. The ballot had a straight party ticket vote for both the Democrat and the Republican. It was a filled in circle, which is an intentional mark. It's not a dash, it's not a dot. When the ballot came across the screen, there was no other marks, none of the judges, and none of the other ballot proposals had been voted on. The poll worker then said, I think I'm gonna give it to the Democrats. That's absolutely absurd. That is illegal. The vote should have been tossed out. At that moment, I said, absolutely not. I'm gonna challenge this. So I go get her supervisor. And then her supervisor defers to her and says, well, what do you think? And I'm like, well, what do you think? It doesn't matter what you think, it's the law. Our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts are totally irrelevant. You follow the law. And that ballot is to be tossed out but she wanted to give it to the Democrats. So then I go get the gentleman who was overseeing the entire absentee ballot counting process while Daniel Baxter was gone. So this gentleman's name, I do not know. I go get him. He's overseeing the entire process while Daniel Baxter is gone. I ask him, he says to the girl, what do you think? It was disgusting. I was enraged and I simply asked a question. I said, well, why not give it to the Republicans instead of the Democrats? The gentleman began screaming at me, began yelling at me, began telling me that I had no right to talk to her, and he told her to push the ballot through. 
And prior to that, that same poll worker, a ballot came across the adjudication screen where this voter had voted for Joe Biden and the Green Party presidential candidate, and she gave the vote to Joe Biden. I also saw the ballots show up in the middle of the night. Also, I inquired about the tabulation numbers from the tabulation machine between shift changes. I was denied that information. We saw a lot of irregular things. This is not an anomaly. Just because all of us have different accounts of what we saw, that doesn't make them invalid. And to expect Secretary Benson to actually do something about it is foolhardy. To accept, uh, to accept Dan and Essel to do anything about it would be foolhardy. So we're appealing to you guys to do something about it. Because if our elections aren't fair, then we have no republic left. It's a banana republic. We have nothing. And, and we don't trust the election process. Why do you think a lot of people don't vote? Because they feel it's the big fraud. I want to go on the record here, under oath, that I love this woman, Christina Camaro. Does that woman strike you as someone that's lying? Does that woman strike you as someone that is not aware of what she's talking about or is making stuff up? I mean, that is some specific stuff there. You know how during these lockdowns we don't get any specific information from our government officials? You know how they just tell us what we're supposed to believe and then we all believe it for some reason? Oh, 50% of the zoos must close down. We're slaughtering the penguins, it's a good idea, it'll save us. Uh, well, that woman gave you some seriously specific stuff as to what the supervisors were doing on some of these contested ballots. They were just giving it to the Democrats. Now, her saying it in and of itself does not make it true. But when they give sworn testimony, then that must be taken seriously. As one of the other women pointed out, I think in an Arizona hearing yesterday, you know, they sign these documents that say if they're lying, that they could be taken to jail, that they could actually be jailed. So these are, these are decent American citizens who are putting their butts on the line, who are being treated, of course, either outright ignored by the media or being you know, treated like trash. Um, you decide, you decide. But, but the simple fact is that if we're just gonna ignore all of these people, like why should, why should we ignore that woman okay, who's doing a civic duty that she doesn't have to do, right? She's doing this because she wants to believe in the integrity of the elections that I think we would all wanna believe in. Why should we believe, why should we not believe her? Dismiss the citizens while we listen to these wannabe kings like Garcetti and Newsom and de Blasio and Cuomo. I mean, we just, we just shouldn't. So anyway, the point is, there's still some things moving along. And if you are one of the people who's just avoiding talking about it or pretending that everyone who talks about it is, is a liar or a nutbag, I think you got another thing coming. And that doesn't mean that this is gonna end with everything being overturned. Um, but it, th this idea that we should be afraid to talk about certain things is deeply dangerous. Uh, before we get to the next story, the lockdown story, which is gonna probably have me exploding out of my chair, I wanna talk to you guys about top resume. You know, with today's high unemployment rates and uncertain future, it's hard to plan ahead, let alone look for a new job. Here at the Rubin Report, we understand that that struggle is real. We just went through the hiring process. We hired that guy, he's right over there, his name's Connor, and we realized how important it is to have a resume that stands out among the rest. When it comes to writing your own resume, there's an unlimited number of things that can go wrong, and the cost of those mistakes can be a missed opportunity to secure your dream job. Top Resume is the world's premier resume writing service. Top Resume's professional writers will create a resume that showcases your talents, achievements, experience, and career goals using keywords and skills that recruiters are seeking. Top Resume also offers a free resume critique service, including a confidential, comprehensive review, objective feedback on how well your resume communicates your skills and expertise, and personalized recommendations on how to make your resume stronger. Let the experts at Top Resume work with you to create a job-winning resume that gets noticed. Find out 
how your resume stacks up, go to topresume.com slash Ruben to get a free resume review. It's as simple as uploading your resume to their site and you'll get a free evaluation and expert advice on how to make it stronger. Top Resume is also giving my listeners 15% off their professional resume writing services. So go to topresume.com slash Ruben today for your comprehensive review and 15% off resume writing services. If you wanna work with a pro, that's topresume.com slash Ruben. And now back to me. Okay guys, here we go. You see this? This is a pocket constitution. This is the founding document that freed us. We've got the Declaration of Independence. We decided to be independent from the king, right? No more kings, we're gonna be a people who rule ourselves. And then we laid out in this, I mean, it's tiny and everyone should read it. Everyone should read it in this tiny little document that is, that is more brilliant and has brought more freedom to more people than any other man-made document probably in the history of the world. Um, we now find ourselves in 2020 in a time when Democratic mayors, and it happens to be pretty much only Democratic mayors and governors, have decided that they are allowed to ignore this thing, that they are allowed to tell you that you can't go to work, that they are allowed to tell you that your mom can't come over for lunch, that they're allowed to tell you you can't take your kids to the movie. They, they feel that they have now decided they have the power, they have the power to control every bit of your life. And guess what? I'm not gonna stand for it and I don't think most people are gonna stand for it. So let's take a look at video from yesterday, this is Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, a horrible human being, uh, demanding that Los Angelinos cancel everything. My message couldn't be simpler. It's time to hunker down. It's time to cancel everything. And if it isn't essential, don't do it. Don't meet up with others outside your household. Don't host a gathering. Don't attend a gathering. And following our targeted safer at home order, if you're able to stay home, stay home. Just be smart and stay apart. That's our message tonight. And this is how we'll keep ourselves safe. This is how we will protect our workers, our healthcare heroes, who I wanna thank, who are on shift after shift after shift with little light at the end of the tunnel. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, go fuck yourself. These are not good people. These are not good people. What, what was the line there? What was the line, his little, his little rhyme? Just be smart and stay apart. They think we're children. They think that we are hamsters who can live in a small cage, in a habit trail, where occasionally we can run from tube to tube and pack a bunch of food in our cheeks and then feed our families. This is no way to live and you don't have to listen to these people, okay? I, this is not constitutional. It is not constitutional. By the way, I wanna pull up a picture as this man is telling you that you should stay home, you should wear masks, you should watch your life fall apart, you should be depressed, you shouldn't be around people you love. We should ruin Thanksgiving and we'll ruin Christmas soon enough. Let's not forget that this douchebag and I'm trying to bring the word douchebag back. Uh, this is, these people are douchebags. I'm not even totally sure what a douchebag is, but whatever a douchebag is, that's what these people are. Uh, this is Eric Garcetti in June. Let's take a look. Ah, yes, there's Eric Garcetti without a mask, standing next to a woman without a mask. And they're at a protest. 
and somehow that that protest was not called a super spreader event by CNN or the New York Times. As a matter of fact, they were promoting it and telling people this was their civic duty. Then of course, when Donald Trump had events, these were super spreaders and he's killing you and everyone you know. These are ridiculous people. We did the big video yesterday, the long Twitter thread about the hypocrisy of these people. I have no doubt that Eric Garcetti is breaking his very rules at the moment. They don't want you riding bikes. They don't want you, they literally don't want you taking walks. I mean, he's basically saying, don't take a walk. This is absolutely insane. So, so let's dive in actually into uh, a little more of, the, of this emergency public order by these clown people. Uh, this is from KTLA. All residents within the city of Los Angeles were ordered to remain in their homes effective immediately according to an emergency order issued Wednesday evening. I guess aliens are invading, we gotta stay home. The previous safer at home order was withdrawn and suspended, superseded, sorry, by the new one published Wednesday, which is quote, necessary for the protection of life and property in the city of Los Angeles, the order states. It largely mirrors the existing LA County protocols that went into effect Monday. Non-exempt businesses in the city were ordered to cease operations that require in-person attendance of staff. However, there is a broad list of exceptions for various businesses and workers deemed essential or exempt. People may lawfully leave their residences only to engage in defined essential activities. All travel, including on foot, bicycle, scooter, motorcycle, automobile, or public transit is prohibited. They are literally telling you, you cannot take a walk, travel on foot. I was out there with Clyde. We walked, he sniffed, he peed. Lord, give me the strength. Um, this, is, this is absolute insanity and people are rising up. I'm gonna show you a couple videos in just a second about people rising up all over the country. And guys, watch V for Vendetta tonight. You know what, maybe we'll do a RubenReport.com movie night. We've done a couple of these. Uh, if you join us at RubenReport.com, we all watch a movie together and then we do a big live chat. Maybe we'll do a, a huge uh, a video chat as well. Maybe we'll just get a hundred, couple hundred people or something in on, on a big Zoom chat. Um, because you need to watch V for Vendetta, and it, it, it's an incredible movie, and I think we're getting to the point where uh, we're gonna have to start doing some crazy shit because these, these people are horrible and they want us locked in our houses forever, and I, the reason I mentioned V for Vendetta, it's very much about this sort of overreaching government thing, but one of the things that V says is that uh, people should not fear their government. Government should fear their people, and we're, we're just about there, guys. We're, we're just about there. And if you happen to live in a freer state, God bless you and you're smarter than I am, and maybe I'm on my way, Florida, how you doing? But you should care about this too if we are to remain the United States of America. But okay, so, so Garcetti's telling us all of this, and notice in all of this, he doesn't really show us any numbers, there's no specific things. He doesn't explain why 50% at zoos and the, and the rest of the nonsense. So what do I have to do? Well. Again, I'm not a journalist, but I thought you guys might appreciate some numbers, some actual numbers that might explain a little bit of what's going on in the world to you. So here's the LA hospital capacity chart, and this is actually rather amazing. So what you're seeing here, okay, so you have two graphs there. So on the, on the top graph is the non-ICU 
bed situation. So in essence, what you're seeing, if you start at 531, so we'll start at the end of May, about 10% in non-ICU, so non-emergency beds were taken, okay, 10%. And then you can follow the dates along. We, at one point, we got up to 15, then we went down again, we load, got it all the way down to about 6% in October. And now we're, right now, as of, what is this? As of basically last week, we're at 12%, okay? 12% of non-ICU beds, but they're telling us this is the, the crisis of all crises and hospitals are gonna be overrun. I live near two hospitals that we, we drove by in the last couple of days. The hospital that's right by my house is basically completely empty. It looks like a ghost town, okay? Because pe people aren't even going for, for other procedures right now because they're so afraid. And then I went to a hospital that, I, I drove by a hospital on the way to Home Depot that's about maybe 10 miles away, and it was basically nobody in the parking lot or anything else. There's also a makeshift coronavirus testing facility, an outdoor testing facility. It was completely empty. Zero people there, zero people there. This is just a couple days ago. Uh, the chart on the bottom, if we could throw that up again. The chart on the bottom is, um, wait, which one's non-ICU? Michael, help me out here for just a sec. I'm looking at two things here. The, uh, okay, the chart on the bottom is the ICU beds. So ICU beds, if you look at that, in April at 40% of, of beds in ICUs, right, they were taken by COVID patients. Well then, we did a nice job, we did a nice job, and you can see this basically going down, and now we're at 24% as of a week ago, 24%. I welcome you to look at this chart yourself, blow it up, pause it, take a look. You can see we have more beds than we need. That isn't to say that spikes can't happen. That isn't to say that people can't get sick. That isn't to say that a hospital couldn't be overrun. Have we had any hospitals overrun in the United States? Why haven't we seen massive outbreaks in all these homeless encampments? You know, here in the United States, or here in the United States, here in Los Angeles, the People's Republic of Los Angeles, we have homeless campments all over the place. They build these tents, these makeshift cities. Sometimes, you know, I'll go under a bridge on a Saturday and I'll be like, oh look, there's a, a new mini house under the bridge. And the next day they put in a whole extension and they have a whole new house there. And it's very impressive that they can build them that quickly. Well, how come those people, who by the way, in, in this idiotic order by Garcetti, he, he says something like, uh, people who are currently experiencing homelessness are exempt from these orders. If you're currently experiencing homelessness, you're exempt, okay? You, you realize how bananas these statements are, so, but why is it that with all these homeless encampments that we have in Los Angeles run by a progressive and in San Francisco run by a progressive, why is it that uh, we haven't seen massive breakouts there? Why is it that we haven't seen, where are five hospitals that have been overrun in the United States? Is, is this odd? Does anyone think this is odd? I think it's a little odd. I'm, I'm starting to think it's a little odd. You see what I'm saying there? Uh, but I, again, don't take my word for any of this. Uh, you know, we're gonna put the link. Let's put the link to this image in the description so that people can actually take a look. But you will see we have way more beds here in LA in ICU and in non-ICU than we need at the moment. And yet they are telling us, don't leave your house, don't walk your dog. Fuck you, fuck you. Okay, let's move on to segment three because people are fighting back. So now we can get to some of the good stuff. Uh, segment three over here. Uh, it's time to defy these lockdown orders, guys. It really is time to, to uh, you know, I'm sorry. I, I cannot believe that, that this is the position that you people have put me in, and, and I would say any sort of decent, centrist, freedom-loving American, which, by the way, I think is most of us, um, people have just absolutely had it. So this first video that I wanna show you comes out of Michigan, 
And this is a restaurant owner who goes off on, uh, to a local reporter on what's going on with the lockdowns. Let's take a look. The details on why the judge said no. Here on this cafe. Uh -huh. Tavarius, is everything okay? Okay. My government leaders have abandoned me. Are you, are you the owner? Four trillion dollars of stimulus money, and they gave it to who? Special interest groups and campaign donors. I'm Dave Morris, I own the place. So what's going on? What's going on? You know what's going on. Tell me, you tell me. Hey, we got a government that has taken the stimulus money, they gave it to special campaign donors, they gave it to special interests, they abandoned me, and they have put me in a position where I have to fight back, okay? So do you feel that this is the right thing to do? Absolutely. I feel everybody needs to stand up. Hey, listen, there was enough money to give every family, every family in this country $20,000 to go home for two months. They chose to give it to special interests and campaign donors, the Kennedy Space Center, and they abandoned us. So you could have given me money. I'd gladly walk away for 60 days and let this virus settle down. I'm not going to do it alone. Okay. Are you going to continue to violate the state's orders and this stay is open? A sta state order. This isn't an order. This is a conspiracy. This is a tyranny. What do you want to tell other restaurant owners who wake up, stand up? This is America. Be free. I got patriots coming out. I'd vote for that guy too. We got we got the girl from earlier. I'd vote for her. Vote for this guy instead of these clowns that we've got. There's a couple incredible quotes there. Now I'm not I'm not confirming that everything he said is absolutely true. Obviously, but the point is that this, this man who is just a decent, hardworking American, a guy who, who decided to own a restaurant, which is one of the hardest businesses, something like 90% of restaurants in good times fail in their first year. It's one of the most difficult businesses that you can possibly be in. The blood, sweat, and tears that you have to do that. I, I have friends that own restaurants and I have friends that, that tried to own restaurants and failed. This is not easy work. Every moment of your life goes into that. And the government just locks you down, shuts you out, says you can't do anything, moves the goalposts so that you can, you know, we've had a bunch of this in LA where just over the last couple of weeks, people started building outdoor and rooftop, um, you know, table areas. And then what happens? Well, then they say you're not even allowed to use that. So you spend money you don't even have to go along with these orders that make no sense. And then they still shut you down. But a couple, a couple quotes there. He said, my government leaders have abandoned me. He's in Michigan, which is Gretchen Whitmore. Uh, which I'm, you know, she's getting her Botox, there's no doubt about that during all of this. And she's telling people they can't garden. Uh, so he's talking about her. They have put me in a position that I have to fight back. All this guy wants to do is live. All he wants to do is put food on his family's table. That's it. He's not asking for anything else. And I thought the, the last one there, this isn't an order, this is tyranny. Stand up, people. They only have power if we let them have power over us. It is, it is as true as that. What if they really are just a paper tiger? It's just a bunch of lefty authoritarian loons who only have power if we keep thinking they have power. They should be voted out. There's no doubt about that. We have to vote these people out. Uh, but in the meantime, if we just start going on about our lives and ignore their orders, I think that will be good because you know what? If you open up your restaurant and then the police officer decides to ignore their orders, I'm not gonna stop someone from trying to feed their family. Well, then they have no power over us. And that would be much more American than what's going on here. Uh, let's also show you a video. This is from yesterday. This is in Staten Island, and I just love this video because I'm a New Yorker, and you're gonna see Chef Andrew Gruel outside of Mac's restaurant in Staten Island. Uh, the 
well, in essence, the restaurant was shut down by the, by the mayor, by the governor, of course. Uh, and then the, the owner of Max decided to open up and he was gonna let people come in and because they couldn't do commerce the normal way, you could come in, you could eat, and then you would just basically leave the, uh, whatever amount of money you wanted to leave. They had plain clothes police officers basically go in. So in effect, undercover police officers go in and shut him down. Then hundreds of people showed up to fight it, which they damn well should and we're all for protest, right? but apparently not these types of protests. Uh, so this is a video of Chef Andrew Gruel outside of the protest at Max. All right, I'm out here in front of Max Public House, 130 Lincoln Avenue, being raided by the fucking Sheriff's Department, okay? This tiny little place trying to make a fucking living, okay? 350 people on an airplane, thousands of planes, okay? This close to each other, Costco's open, Home Depot, people lined up, backed up with each other. This guy can't open his fucking business. It's shame on you fucking people. Shame on everybody for letting this fucking happen. There should be a thousand people out here right now when they're getting fucking raided by the goddamn Gestapo. Tomorrow is Wednesday at 6 o'clock. PM, I want this fucking street shut down with 10,000 fucking people. Because if we don't show up and show fucking face, we're gonna lose this whole fucking battle. Disgusting. You should all be fucking disgusted with yourselves. If they fear you, they won't fuck with you. You understand what I'm saying? Get the fuck out here tomorrow night, Wednesday, tomorrow night, six o'clock in front of Max Public House. This is disgusting. If they fear you, they won't fuck with you. That is the freaking truth. Just to clarify, that video obviously was from Tuesday and then they did have hundreds of people show up yesterday. It was pretty spectacular. We are gonna see more and more of this and it is the most American thing you can do. Uh, as for me, guys, I am going to probably walk my dog again later. Uh, maybe I'm gonna buy my employees lunch. Maybe we'll. Go, go to the supermarket together. Can a group of people show up at a supermarket? We'll find out in the freedom-loving haven of Los Angeles. Lordy, lordy. All right, guys, uh, this ain't going anywhere. We're gonna continue. Oh, by the way, uh, I'll be going to uh, DC on Tuesday. Don't wanna say why just yet, but uh, that should be interesting. Dave Rubin in DC on Tuesday. I've said too much already. Uh, but Dave Rubin will be in D.C., Washington, D.C., on Tuesday. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, guys, if you haven't seen it, check out part two of my interview with Douglas Murray. He traveled all over the United States and, and traveled with, with Antifa, and he went to Trump rallies, and he just does a, an incredibly sobering, kind of clear review of where he thinks the United States at, is at, and, and Douglas is just one of the best that, we, that we've got. Um, all right, that's it for me. And yes, you know what we're gonna do this RubenReport.com movie night, V for Vendetta. We're gonna do it in the next two weeks or so. Yeah, definitely within the next two weeks. Uh, we will do it because I think everyone needs to watch Ruben Report and we do, we'll do a, a giant group chat where you can chat with me on your phone. Maybe we'll do a video chat as well. We'll figure out exactly the logistics of all that. I gotta talk to the team, but join us at RubenReport.com. Have a great day, everybody. Fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. Goodbye.